Hi, welcome north of 48. It is February the 1st. It's minus 16 and snowing out in northern Alberta. How are you, Dave? Not bad out in the Ottawa area where it's minus nine and cloudy. Ooh, did you hear that? <laughs> wow. Oh, I know. It's a nice first day. There we go. Yeah. This uh, Welcome to the car crash we call um, amateur uh, YouTube. Right. (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna talk about socialized medicine healthcare in canada and uh you know who the goat is for medicare in canada right justin trudeau (laughs) (laughs) you are doug ford doug ford we got one more try yeah i think we'll 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 have some editing to do here i can little uh, tommy g G G unit. Right. Douglas. Tommy Douglas. Tommy G unit Douglas. Nowadays, Canadians regularly say that one of the things they like best about their country is its universal medical care. But Medicare was not inevitable. In fact, it almost didn't get started at all. Then in 1944, Saskatchewan elects the first socialist government in North America. The party is the Cooperative Commonwealth Federation, the CCF. The new premier is T.C. Douglas, known to most as just Tommy. As premier, Douglas takes the health portfolio himself and goes to work. You need a surgeon or you need a specialist, and you will choose the surgeon, and you will choose the specialist. A confident Douglas announces his Medicare plan and calls an election on it. The government proposes to introduce a province-wide prepaid medical care program that will supply uh, medical services to every citizen in the province. The doctors of the province fear the plan will curb their economic freedom and kill their own private insurance plans. But Douglas and the men of the CCF are not concerned with the doctors' fears. The doctors call the CCF communists and say the plan could create a future where doctors are like slaves. Menopausal women can be sent to mental institutions and Catholic hospitals must perform abortions. June 8th, the CCF wins the election handily with 40% of the vote and 38 of 54 seats. Well done, Tommy. Well done. That was not the clip I wanted, by the way, but... uh... Oh, no. But you know what? A couple of amateur schmucks. So we're, we're going to talk about something that uh, people who use the services, right? And um, not professionals, uh, no medical advice given. We'll just get that right off the, off the bat. Um, there are changes in the, in, in the healthcare in Canada right now, uh, primarily um, co-pays and American-style healthcare being talked about in Canada. It's already here. Right. Yeah. Well, this is true. So I had a uh, uh, detached retina and uh, I was at the ophthalmologist's and at one thirty, at two o'clock, he gave me a note to go to the Royal Alexandra eye mm-hmm. surgery. And I had it lasered to uh, reattach in two spots. Uh, nothing out of pocket except for the eye exam, which cost me $125. And I was thinking later that if you were a homeless person and like this could happen, you get hit in the head, you're, you know, um, you're heck out of luck unless you go right to the emergency. Exactly. Right. Uh, the one thing about Tommy Douglas, we were talking before um, we started was he was into eugenics uh, apparently. And he did his thesis um on eugenics he went to brandon university mcgill and then chicago and then he went to germany in 1936 and totally gave up on the idea he says this is a bad idea and um uh just so so people know that he also has has a quote that i really like and he was disturbed that members of the socialist party sat around quoting marx and lenin waiting for a revolution while refusing to help the destitute. He said that experience soured him with absolutists. I've no patience with people who want to sit back and talk about a blueprint for society and do nothing about it. So uh, he, he was very pragmatic. What are, what are your thoughts on healthcare in Canada? 
Healthcare in Canada. Um, well, it, certainly a good thing that we have it. Um, but uh, the way it's set up now, uh, it, it also does a lot of harm. You know, uh, just be, access is a big problem for a lot of people, you know. Um, if, if you look at the, the, the OECD numbers and stuff like that, like we, we have like some of the like lowest hospital beds per capita in the developed world. Right. Mm. Um, so being able to actually access it, we can access it. We can, there's a lot of services we can access for free, but it, it's, it's about having to jump through the hoops and actually find the care. Is that's the problem? You know, we don't have any problem paying for it, but you got to find it first. You got to be able to access it first. That's true, and, and also we're not covered like with eyes. Yeah, and with well, except for surgery for eyes, you are, but dental care. Dental, dental yeah, care no, care is a major. We one we, we are covered for dental care. I mean, the Social Democratic Party, the NDP, has been harping on this for years. Mm-hmm. But how we need dental care, how we need pharma care. This has been a big part of a lot of uh, uh, provincial campaigns and federal campaigns. Um, they claim to have had some success pushing through the most recent dental care plan, which I think gives children under 12, if their household is making under $90,000, access up for, to up to $650 annually. But it's 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 not a socialized program. Um, it's it's you know it's it's making working class people have to jump through hoops to access even more stuff, right? Yeah, you know, true. I like you like you. You're a parent. You had young kids at one time. You know, like not so young anymore. I'll tell not you. Not so young. Yeah, yeah. Mine are. Mine are. <laughs> I, grandkids. I, I I I got I I got four. four four young kids. My eldest is, is, is a young teenager, but right. like, you know, what, 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 what this program that they have now that they've introduced is asking people to do is okay. You're going to go to the dentist. So you have to contact the CRA and say that you're going to the dentist and I'll probably need about this much money for, for the procedure. Then oh they'll, they'll send you that money. Then you send them the receipt. Why are you asking working class parents to be doing this bullshit? Just, sorted out with 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 the dentist to to provide it like you're making mm-hmm. and the whole point is they won't have to pay out as much because people aren't going to jump through the hoops or people are going to jump through the hoops wrong and they're just gonna not get any money out of it right that's true so, could we put could we put our kids under pet insurance because that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> might be cheaper <laughs> no. well i i've got uh um i'll show you a quick clip uh with uh Mr. Mr. Singh says one thing and does another. In the last election, the prime minister made a really big deal of calling out the conservatives for proposing the idea of bringing in more for-profit private health care. But now when Doug Ford is doing exactly that, mm-hmm. he's calling it innovation. I'm not surprised the conservatives support this approach. They believe in for-profit private health care. But I am surprised with the prime minister. Why the flip-flop? Right Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, I and the Liberal government have always been very, very clear. We stand for a public health system that fully abides by the Canada Health Act. Uh, This is something that matters to most Canadians, certainly matters to us, uh, and we will continue to defend. Uh, We know that even as we uh, negotiate with the provinces to ensure that we're delivering uh, more family doctors, uh, better mental health supports, uh, moving forward on backlogs, supporting Canadians who need uh, emergency care, uh, we will ensure that the Canada Health Act is fully respected. In the past, this government has pulled back money from provinces that haven't respected it. We will continue to do that. You see that smug smile? <laughs> yes. He smiled at the word, we're, we're, we're trying to get more doctors, and then he smiled at it. And I always wondered if that was like uh, a tell, you know, that uh, maybe he can't get more doctors, but... You never know. Um, yeah, so the NDP is 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 trying to force Trudeau's hand and come to an agreement. Um, I, I, I that's that, that, that's what I was saying though. Uh, he, what, what Singh was able to push through and is claiming victory on though is 
just government support for a private system with the with the 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 the, the dental care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he's kind of playing both sides here. You know, he's saying, hey, I had this victory with with something that actually supports private health care, not necessarily the expansion of socialized health care while still criticizing Trudeau for for supporting health. This guy, like this guy should not be taking losses, is my point. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the this guy holds the, the the balance of parliament in his hands right now. Right? He should be feared. He's being walked all over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred hundred percent. Um, I don't know if uh, does he got perfect teeth? Justin uh, does. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think he does. He. <laughs> but yeah, and a lot, a lot of guys. Um, no, I agree with you on that too. It's it's a losing hand. So we're getting uh, stressed in Alberta here with um, Danielle Smith. Who wouldn't? Yeah, and uh, she wrote that we can no longer afford universal social programs that are 100% paid by taxpayers. Oh, yeah, 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 hold on. The next step in closing the gap is to generate $4 billion from new user fees. This implies that Albertans would pay $4 billion out of pocket for care that is currently their right by law. Can't afford to pay user fees? Then you might be out of luck. This was her words. I, I mean, and- you Fair enough. You guys already pay too many taxes in Alberta as it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Daniel Daniel Smith in would probably win a fight against your premier. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she works out, but in a podcast that she had, she said um, people with cancer should have took better care of themselves. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And and you know. You know, oh, we, we were talking about <laughs> Tommy Douglas and yeah. his uh, once upon a time love for eugenics and phrenology. Um, right. Saying that kind of thing is eugenics. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's 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 like the textbook definition of eugenics. You know, yeah. Saying, oh, oh, it's it's all these people who the, these people all oh, that don't worry, they didn't take such good care of themselves. Oh. It's, you know, we can't, we can't, it's genetic. <laughs> oh, we can't, it's, it, there's nothing we can do about it. It's, it's natural selection. Let's, oh, it's, it's Darwin. Okay. Now, now let's integrate Darwin into, into society. Let's do social Darwinism as well. That's always worked out well. The Nazis didn't do that. That's for sure. She, uh, <laughs> she, she puts the eugenics, genetics. Oh, put something in there. That's right. Um, you, you had, so I have a friend and, um, uh, this is beside your story is he had to go to America to get, um, a cancer treatment because yeah. the Alberta government did not, um, uh, fund it. Uh, he had very invasive, I think it was a blood or bone cancer and, um, you know, young children and everything. And, um, so he went I think it was Montana. I could be wrong um, to get this treatment because Alberta would not sponsor it uh, just to get a few months of life left uh, to get him through. So he can have some time with his mm-hmm. children. And it apparently worked to buy him some time. It did not go fully into remission and um, he would break, he would break bones like very easy. Oh, right? I'm sorry to hear that. Sucks. Yeah. And he passed away and he was just a great guy and he owned a small business and he still had to fundraise. We had to go, go fund me for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'm just grateful that he was able to get the money to get this treatment. Right. You, Absolutely. you had a, had, had a similar experience. Am I wrong or. Oh, good. Um, so uh, uh, I, I'm currently a cancer patient. <laughs> I've, I've been off chemo for about three weeks now. So you see my you see you see my dirt stash coming in a little bit back. Right, back, right. right? And, it's, and- it's beautiful. It's like I'm a te- It's like I'm going through puberty again. It's like I'm 13 years old all over again. I just got this little guy coming in right here. Right. So you, you're, real are, you, are you are you saying cancer is a form of health regrowth? I mean, hair regrowth. <laughs> <laughs> 
that would work. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? <laughs> I hope it comes back. It's like it can apparently sometimes come back in different, different color, different thickness. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, to, uh, it's not that I didn't have any treatments that were offered to me. It's right. that I, I couldn't get to the point where I, where I could get treatment. Right. I'm lucky enough to be one of like the handful of Canadians in the country that has access to a family doctor. <laughs> I, and when I say family doctor, like it's not a family doctor. My, my family doesn't have the same family doctor as me. We actually have two family doctors in our household because mm-hmm. each of our family doctors, her family doctor won't accept me because they're, they're too busy. And my family doctor won't accept the rest of my family because it's too busy. So, but uh, I go to my family doctor. I'm like, hey, check this out. He's like, dude, he, he, looks at, he, he looks at the thing I had him look at. And he's like, that's messed up. That's probably cancer. We don't know, though. We have to send you for some scans to make sure. I mm-hmm. need to get two scans done. I need, I need, I need, I need you to get uh, the, an ultrasound done. And I need you to get an MRI done. I'm like, cool. When can I have those done? He's like, in about six months. <laughs> six months. He's like, everything is so backed up from COVID right now. We, we can't get you in. Since we don't know if you have cancer or not, or if it's just a benign tumor, we know it's a tumor probably, but just from feeling it, poking around, getting our fingers in there, whatever. Right. We know, we know, we know something's fucked up, but we, we can't confirm it. So if you'd, if you don't have that cancer diagnosis, which I can't give you without a biopsy, I can't, I, I can't get you in sooner than six, seven months, right? Dude. So he's like, your best option if you have money or if you have insurance, which, you know, both me and my wife, we're very lucky. We both have like union jobs. We're comfort, we're, we're a fairly comfortable, you know, middle, normal middle class family. Right. Um, we both have benefits and we have like a little bit of money put away. We're very, very lucky in this country uh, as far as people in this country go. Um, and uh, so I go, I have to go to a private clinic. There's private. I, I live in Quebec, All right. which is right on the border with Ontario, which is why I say I live in the Ottawa area. Uh, is that La Belle province? La Belle province. Vive le Quebec. Libre. La Belle. Um, uh, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) we we have a fairly well-established uh two-tier system between the public and the private so uh you know even uh in quebec in quebec yeah the the social most socialized province in canada Mm -hmm. has a two-tier health system absolutely absolutely son of a gun so you you might have to you might have to elect a canadian (laughs) to be premier next time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I had to go to this clinic and this private clinic to get all my scans done to get my my right. uh my uh ultrasound and my MRI done. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, neither my wife Sorai's insurance pays for fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But we do have a lovely little nest egg that we've been able to save up over the last oh. couple of years, which we just, you know, shell so, out. So like, you, yeah, you're talking about sorry. eating macaroni without cheese then. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we, 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 we dump all our savings in, into mm-hmm. getting these scans done. thousands of dollars, right? Right. Which would have been free if I'd waited the six months. And Six ab- months though. Eventually I get... Eventually, I get to the point where they're like, "Hey, you have stage three cancer, which is spread all over to to like all different parts of your body." By the way, <laughs> once I finally get through these scans, <laughs> once I get through the scan, well, okay, so I get through the scans, then I finally get an oncologist, uh, a cancer doc assigned right. to me. They get they, they send me for a CT scan, and that's when they see stuff spread to my body. But they're like, "Oh, <laughs> if I had waited, if." If I had waited the six months, I probably wouldn't have stage three cancer. I'd probably have something a little bit more further along and, and oh, a, a lot more established, right? Right. Um, I, 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 I would have basically become a victim, like, like a casualty yes. of our socialized system. Not saying a socialized system is bad. Don't get me wrong. 
right. a properly funded and organized socialist system is good. One that is being completely eaten away by local author- local health authorities, by provincial authorities, and by federal authorities, that mm-hmm. doesn't work for anybody. It does not. But think of the managers at Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yachts, uh, houses, vacations, their Absolutely. kids, their life, their health, right? We have to fund those guys because <laughs> that American style is coming up and uh, not only here in Canada, in Britain as well. They've got 600,000 uh, people on strike in Britain as of today, mm-hmm. including healthcare. Lots workers. of healthcare workers. That's right. With your cancer, though, were you not supposed to go to the head of the line? Isn't that the way the system works? Those who need it the most get first treatment? Absolutely. And but only once they could 100% confirm that I had cancer. So there needed to be a biopsy done before I could jump any lines. Oh, son of a gun. Yep. My, um, my aunt had cancer too as well, and they couldn't figure out what type of cancer and they ended up uh, with the biopsy, had to go to California for, they have a state-of-the-art lab there because we didn't have one in Canada, I guess, that that does these things. And they found out what what she had, and she's in remission now, thank God. And um, But yeah, the doctors here could, could not figure it out. And I've always stood by that that we have some of the brightest minds here I wonder if these doctors, these brightest minds have went south into the United States. To a make lot of them do. A lot of them do. Right. Um, one of my grandmothers is the perfect example of that. Uh, my, my, my grandmother, pa, before she died, uh, was a nurse for many years. She studied up north. She worked up north for a number of years. Right. Um, with, uh, I think it was uh, in some, some of the hospitals that, that was uh, run by uh, the nuns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was working in Northern Alberta and uh, Northern Manitoba. So to be the, the gray nuns then, probably. Likely, yeah, I believe who, so. Who, who used to own Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> she, so she, she did her training with them. She did her yeah. training with them. And then uh, just because the wages uh, were crap, like mm-hmm. she moved down to the United States. Like, like to, she, she was not making any money uh, working uh working uh, nursing in in, uh, in Canada, even right. back in like uh, the 60s, 70s and stuff like that. And she eventually just took off down south and she was mm-hmm. making a killing, absolute killing once she got her green card. Right. I had a, um, we've got, I got a family of nurses and one of them went to Texas. Uh, good money. But yeah, she that's where she went. Yep. Overworked, she said. Um, uh, she was just overworked on her feet all the time. Yep. No breaks. Um good money but the work stress was was unbelievable um my folks later in life spent a lot of time in the hospital and i used to watch the nurses and um incredibly short staffed we had wards that were shut down because there wasn't people um to man them right and but when my dad was in the misericordia in edmonton uh, I know you know the candy striper girls you used to have. It was a Catholic hospital, and okay. uh, they were all f- all from the Philippines. It seemed, hmm. you know, we brought them in, but obviously paid them a less wage than a nurse, right? Okay. And uh, I wonder if that's also the way we're going. Because didn't Doug Ford say that he he was going to uh, one approve doctors that studied elsewhere other than Canada? And you know, and bring in uh, what they call temporary foreign workers to re, um, help staff these hospitals. You know, I I will give Doug Ford that one thing that 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 has been a big problem with a lot of industries, and especially the health industry, with with just the amount of immigration we have. In the, we don't actually have that much immigration compared to the United States, but we still have a decent amount of immigration. Uh, Four hundred thousand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think per capita we have uh, we still have less uh, immigration uh, annually than the United States does. So we have some very very strict immigration laws uh, compared to them, mm-hmm. uh, and even compared to a lot of European countries, uh, surprisingly. Right. Um, but uh, 
big issue with this has always been, you know, people coming in from countries and, and not having their, their credentials realized. Like the amount of like guys who are like have driven me home drunk from the bar, either like Uber <laughs> drivers or taxi drivers who are like, yeah, I was like an engineer back home. And now like I can't get a fucking job or like I was like top surgeon in my province back home, man. Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? Like and, and he can't get a certification because certification will cost like tens of thousands of dollars that he doesn't have. And like all the all these night classes that that uh, that that he's got to complete and all these tests and all these like whatever they've got to do and all these licensing fees it's like i can't afford to do it either money or time like so guys are stuck driving uber because their their credentials aren't aren't, aren't recognized from and honestly from sometimes from countries that do have good credentialed programs right and really experienced people that's true, but there is also a, a lot of um, paper mills too, as well. Those are the yeah. ones that I, I worry about. Here, here's um, here's some money. Can I have my diploma, please? And then uh, you go to work, and a couple of people have been found out. That was actually particular um, here in Alberta with the uh, long haul drivers to get in your class one. Oh yeah, you know, uh, someone would take the course, and it wouldn't be that person, but they would sign for it. And then we have drivers on the road without proper technical training. However, at least they're not doing heart surgery. So that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> they're just they're just driving ten thousand pounds down the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that's true. So I have a um, maybe we'll slide right into. Um... Oh, I'm really bad at this, Dave. I, I okay. Well, good. You'll get so, better. You know, when I edit it, if, if, if this will uh, look good on a podcast, Absolutely. audio podcast, you know, we'll we'll just edit this this right. Good. Where is my? Uh, this is just the fun part. Yeah, it is too. Yeah, uh, this is the fun part of part podcast. It's all yeah. the rest that sucks. Well, it does. You know, and uh, <laughs> good thing we don't have any viewers, so that helps. We got Nate. <laughs> we have viewer. A viewer. <laughs> no, that that is true. Oh, here we go. I found. What do you think about socialized healthcare? I do not like the idea of that. I don't want the government picking what I can and cannot do. Well, my husband's from Europe, so I think it's pretty good, actually. I think a lot of people are covered by it. Everybody's covered. They don't have to worry about paying for it. It's definitely more accessible for everybody. It allows all of us to remain healthy, to live long lives as much as we can. I think it's kind of a necessity that the government provides health care for its citizens. If everybody has something for free, who's going to pay for it? Okay, what if people pay for it by taxes? What do you think of that? Well, that's going to increase. Do you like to pay taxes? Yeah, Dave, do you like to pay taxes? <coughs> no, I, have, I I hate paying taxes. I have so much in taxes right now. That's right. <laughs> the, um, you know, if Bernie, Bernie Sanders would have won, he would have been the goat of Medicare in the United States. He, he would have been, I think the person who does bring it in will be the all time favorite president or whoever does it, you know, yeah. that'll save the people a lot, a lot of money. I was, uh, during the Obama days, uh, when he was bringing in his Medicare, I was, uh, uh, buying steel, uh, from Wisconsin, uh, primarily Nucor, bringing it up to the city. And one lady with, um, her son had disadvantages and um, she was talking to me on the phone about Canadian healthcare, right? Cause she was scared with the Obama Medicare, right? And, and the pricing and stuff she would have to pay. But primarily it was from her friends telling her, yeah, I keep the government off my health, out of my healthcare. <laughs> right. That was yep. the whole thing. So because it was a working relationship, we couldn't go into deep, for it, but I told her I, I quite liked ours. And um, when I was a child, uh, back when doctors made house calls, my mom with three kids, dad was working on the pipeline up north. Um, the doctor, <laughs> you're going to like this name, Snohurowicz. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm from Yukon, Alberta, right? There's a Ukrainian <laughs> on every corner. Yep. And, uh, he would come to the house, right? Uh, I personally did not like him. He was gruff and rough, but he brought his knowledge of medicine. And thankfully he knew some uh, to our house. And he visited kids in my neighborhood, especially to keep them from spreading contagious things like mumps, yep. even chicken pox, even though they used to have these parties um to bring kids in to get chicken pox and measles right um my favorite is chicken pox surprise parties so <laughs> <laughs> surprise y'all got chicken pox now right now with technology though dave you can bring a virtual doctor into your house and i've had a had a had a uh, through your computer and i've had a few phone conversations it's not bad, but they got paid less than a than a visit to the doctor's office. So mm -hmm. I think they shied away from that. Um, we're, did you ever do these virtual? Never. Things? I've never tried one. No, no. Like like I said, I've I've always been lucky to have a family. I, I've I've had a family doctor for a number of years, right? So I've been very lucky mm -hmm. that way. Uh, so I haven't had to use services like that. Um, although I, you know what I, I will. I see my therapist online, so that's not covered by health, by, by, by our socialized health care, though. Well, it should be. What about it chiropractors? Should, it should be. What, about, <laughs> what, are, what are your views on chiropractors? <laughs> uh, oh, man, I don't want to get into this conversation, man. The chiropractor, I, have, I have two cousins lobby is going to come after me. <laughs> oh yeah i got this yeah i got a cousin that's a steak oil salesman too yeah, yeah. <laughs> here drink this sure <laughs> you're right up yeah no, no, i got a, i got another cousin that's a homeopath and <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't know well well i'm, I'm kidding I'm, 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 I'm digging at uh at chiropractors there a little bit but yeah well I, yes and rightly so though they deserve it <laughs> <laughs> So, so when I was growing up, coming from a Slavic neighborhood, uh, my dad's favorite medicine for the kids was a shot of vodka. Oh you yeah, hungry? You hungry? Here, drink this. You're not hungry? Here, have a shot. You know, it'll cure. It's the water's life. Oh no, I, I know. My my I'm, my dad always talks about uh, my my grandfather going to Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, accidentally, well purposely bringing back some Jägermeister that he picked up at the, at the, at the medicine store for the kids to help because, because they were sick when he left. They had some <laughs> sore throats. So he, so uh, he had a sore throat when he was in Germany. He asked of the pharmacist, like, what it was, do you have anything for sore throats? Gives him a bottle of Jägermeister, brings it back, starts getting my dad and, and the uncle shit faced <laughs> shots of Jäger. <laughs> clear their sore throats now that's that's medicine a guy can get behind <laughs> <laughs> you know um but the health care in canada in britain especially is under attack absolutely and any any thoughts on on what ordinary people can do to stop that to say save our sos save our oh soh i guess is that yeah shit? no <laughs> so, uh, um you <laughs> know some people might say to organize behind a voting campaign but like man i don't know you gotta the people who are doing this stuff they gotta be scared i don't know man like i i think you can scare people with protests you know right. um we've seen this through through uh, some of the uh, stuff that this is some of the different demonstrations we've seen over the uh, the, the the years in the West, you know, we look at Chile uh, with the, the the 2019 uprisings. We look at the yellow vests in, in France, where people were like spraying the sides of government buildings with uh, with uh, uh, <laughs> the the basically poo poo water from the sewer. Uh, <laughs> You know, like people like during the George Floyd protests, you know, being outside like politicians homes and stuff like that, you know, like they have to understand the people in charge need to understand that they aren't going to live a comfortable life 
if they keep making life worse for us, you know? Uh, We've been under attack as just like working class people for Mm -hmm. so, so long. Um, You know, since the beginning of industrialization, you know, working class people have been under attack. Um, And the only way for us to get what we want is for them to be afraid. You know, Um, and you know, I'm not. I'm not suggesting anyone go too far. You mm-hmm. know, I'm. You know, I'm, I'm. I won't advocate for anything like that publicly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you have to make them afraid. You gotta. You gotta make sure that they can't live com- comfortably. If you see, you see these politicians mm-hmm. out at lunch, yell at them. You know, you see them on the side. You yell at them. You know, you see them like in a beside you in traffic, you yell at them, you honk at them, mm-hmm. you know, you make you make it so these people can't go anywhere and live comfortably because that's what they're doing to us. You know, if we don't have access to the things that we need so that we can live dignified lives and, you know, not have our human rights violated day to day, then like, you know, we're we're not living comfortably either. Right. You know? Well said. Well said. I should probably end it right there, but I have a little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, let's keep going. I'm You're I'm good. I'm good. Um so I, I kind of want to go back to that politician thing, but I, I just want to say that the um the COVID though, the response for COVID in, in this country, and that's what health practitioners are saying was the problem because they were overstressed. While you've seen the army tents outside of hospitals, uh, we've seen senior centers where loved ones had to look uh, through the window at their elderly parents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and especially in Montreal, the senior citizens that died and had to bring the army in to staff the place, yeah. which were uh, 3PLs, public-private partnerships. And, and, and if we if sucks. we if we look at the numbers too, uh, Nora Loretto, uh, a Canadian journalist uh, who's currently based out of Quebec City, I believe, she's mm-hmm. done some fantastic reporting on this whole COVID thing. I, I, I anyone who's uh, interested in uh, the the COVID response in Canada, I would suggest check out her book. I still need to check out her book, check out her podcast. So check her out on Twitter. She's like I said, she's written tons. Uh, she's a journalist. She's written tons of articles on this. Mm-hmm. She put together one of the most comprehensive lists about COVID deaths in Canada. Most of them, most COVID deaths in Canada to date have happened in inside long-term care homes. Yes. Yeah. Um, St. Michael's healthcare here in the city where my dad was, was actually, uh, very few, uh, COVID cases. And they were, they were, um, it, it was like, cause they had these protocols in, in, in place, like for MRSA and contagious diseases, and that's how they treated it. And very few and very few died at the time. However, they are older and the comorbidities, uh, once they get a, an infection or, or bound for them to pass yeah. away. Sorry. It's, uh, I was just thinking of that. Um, we've never recovered yet. We just came right out of COVID. It's like one thing after a frig another. Well, that's what I'm saying. For example, with the, maybe, you know, someone who like me, who got cancer, you know, right. All, all those scans were to book a scan. Like I was saying was so backed up. Right. That I could from COVID because of COVID that like, that's part of the reason stuff is stuff is still so backed up in our system and why we're so many people retired early or just young people deciding to, to, to switch, uh, careers, you know, young nurses, young doctors are just like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. I I'm like, right. Don't blame them. Yeah. yeah. Don't blame me either. Fuck that. Like not yeah. everyone, not everyone can be a hero, especially when, as we see, like heroes end up getting treated like crap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that, that's very true. Like, like, so we have an understaffed system as well. Right. Right. It's, uh, you know, and with a lot of people retiring, deciding to retire like right now or retiring early, you know, you get, you lose a lot of that like leadership and knowledge base as well. So things don't run as efficiently. It's. Oh, you do. My, my uh, family physician, she retired and she was Jewish 
uh, which and and I liked her compared to this other guy because she had smaller fingers, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, once you get over fifty, there there are things that you don't want to do, but you have to. Um, the the replacement of doctors. So a lot of uh, foreign nationals are 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 here. So they've they've come to the country they've taken the course again or whatever in there and they're out there and a lot of medi centers sorry a lot of um my bad i got uh, i i need a producer <laughs> uh they um so they're, they're here. The, the younger people, though, it, it, it's it's restrictive on cost to become a doctor in this country, right? Even if you get, um, unless you get a scholarship or some, this is something to do. When my son went to uh, to university, he was able to finance his university. Plus, you know, mom, mom and me helped um, by doing a summer job and that would pay for his tuition. I don't think a doctor can do that you know the the cost of becoming a doctor or even a nurse in alberta they they crashed they they made uh two tiers of nurses now so you got a registered nurse you got an lpn then you got another one right and they're supposed to be doing uh the work of let's say a registered nurse but they're not getting paid the the money for oh it, shit you know so why would you go into that profession then? Yeah, no, it does make sense. Right. So we're driving them away at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. I no. um, <laughs> I was just going to say, so in order for healthcare to become a thing in Canada, and that was a fight. And then uh, all these guys coming back from the second world war. I think that you were talking about scaring politicians. Mm -hmm. I think they were a little bit scared of these guys coming back because they Absolutely. could all shoot. And same thing in the, in, in America. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, and uh, the, some of the first occurrence of the, uh, of this, you know, that, you know, I think they learned their lesson uh, after the first world war. So mm -hmm. a lot of guys came back really fucking angry from the first oh, world yeah. war. Yeah. Yeah. Million um, men war March on the uh, Capitol. Oh, yeah, right. um, you know, you had the Winnipeg general strike, which oh, had a yes. lot of veterans participating in. We had that's actually uh, where uh, we we got uh, very very specific laws around where veterans can wear their uniforms. <laughs> it's because of the Winnipeg general strike. I mean, because all these guys were coming out on the streets in their old uniforms. You'd be like, hey, fuck you. And they'd like throw a rifle on their shoulder and shit. And we're marching through the fucking streets. being like, we're on strike. And the federal government is like, what's 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 going on? Make them stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they can't do that. No, no, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. And Mackenzie King, if I remember right, he went to the owners of these companies and and said, "You got, you got to, you got to give them something." You know, yep. these guys got to live live appropriately. And he was a liberal, and he was actually at one time he was fond of Hitler, and he too went to Germany, and he came back and said, "Okay, Canada's going to war." Sorry, who was this? Mackenzie King. Oh, Mackenzie King. Yes. Yes. So that was something, but, uh, so my point here is though, it took politicians. It took Tommy, Tommy Douglas to raise the issue and started in Saskatchewan, John Diefenbaker, a progressive conservative. So right wing, mm -hmm. uh, agreed to pay 50 cents on the dollar to all provinces, uh, to cover their healthcare and Lester Pearson, uh, codified the law and Justin Trudeau was justice minister, at, at the Pierre time. Trudeau. Pierre, sorry. Should have been Justin, but no, it's Pierre. Is <laughs> <laughs> the madness over? <laughs> <laughs> so I found my Tommy Douglas video. If you don't mind, I think it's a good oh, video. Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready and, for it. And uh, we'll, we'll throw it on. And um... we would provide health care for every man, woman, and child, irrespective of their color, their race other financial status, and by God, we're going to do it! 
orthopedic surgeon in Winnipeg took charge of my case. We couldn't have afforded to, to hire him, you know, and there was no Medicare in those days. province-wide prepaid medical care program that will supply uh, medical services to every citizen in the province. tear up when i see not actually i don't know why i'm a gentle canadian i guess i'm not <laughs> i mean i cry but i'm not gentle yeah well <laughs> i guess i have my gentle moments 
I, I have so many comments to say, but I won't for because uh, this is going out in the public. <laughs> so, so, Dave, can we save the healthcare system? Can we make it better? What are your thoughts? Man, I hope so. I certainly hope so. <laughs> um, I know there's lots of people out there trying. Uh, and yeah, no, I hope we can. I like mm -hmm. to think that we can. Um, like I know it's possible to make it better. Uh, it's it, it all comes down to if there's a political will and if you know the people in this country can make the people that you know are in charge of the le levers of power if 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 they can make them do it, you know. I hear you, man. I hear so you. It, it's all about us making them pull that lever. Yeah, that's um, right. It's scaring the politicians. They can. Like you were saying they 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 can pull that lever to fix everything. Right. It, it's just a matter of if they will or not, and it's up to us to make them do it. That's right. And you know, uh, those those private the private healthcare system doesn't work. I think we've yeah. shown that in in country after country. And uh, if we're going to go to that two tier system, I think that's crap. And um, while they're talking about if you're poor, you have to prove it, and that way you get free health care, that's not the way it is. Uh, in order for a system, system for everybody, it has to be the same for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Dave, I want to thank you very much. And if you can <laughs> hang on, and uh, and uh, we'll do a more uh, an autopsy of what we just did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say just quickly, but going back to, 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 to the analogy I had about the levers and pulling the levers. If we can't make them pull that lever, we have to let them know that we're going to pull it ourselves. Ooh. <laughs> on, on. <laughs> I, ra I rather like that. So on that note, uh, uh, we'll end it. And, and thank you very much. Hey, thanks for having me, Walter. No, I, I hope we can do this again. And, uh, um, you know, just an amateur, um, trying to talk about things uh, that I could watch the CBC or the CTV and, and all these professionals can tell me what's, what's going on. But I know from my own personal experience about the health system, and I like to hear from people who are actually using it. So thank you very much, Dave. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks. For, all right. Thanks again for having me. You're welcome. As he tries to get the end credits. Oh man, this is going to really need a lot of editing. I think <laughs> you got but this. That's, pardon me. You got this.